Hello everyone, Wes here from The Basement Dwellers, a bi-weekly podcast dedicated to all activities most enjoyed by those who spend their time in the deepest, darkest, and dankest of basements everywhere. If you like anything and everything nerd culture, come check us out and subscribe to the show via iTunes, Google Play, or by visiting www.tbdpod.com. Previously on Tomorrow's End. We don't have curbs anymore. You can't curb stomp anyone. It's fine. I've never seen a man fucked by a giant robot before, and I never am going to be able to unsee it. <laughs> Today's episode brought to you the, by the word bifurcation. <laughs> bifurcation. Can you say bifurcation, kids? I knew you could. How did humanity get here? I just can't remember. The rest of the world didn't know why the end had come. They'd heard on the radio about an attack on the states by either Russia or China over dwindling resources. What we knew was that the world was going to end. And a crazy man named Morrow had a plan to save the world. Many teams were frozen in vaults deep underground safely tucked away from all the bombs and nukes flying and the asteroid that would finally end everything. They were supposed to wake up 25 years later and help pick up the pieces, but something went wrong and everyone woke up a lot later that they woke up at all. Cultists, criminals, madmen, They've been living and thriving through the radiation and destruction the entire time. Some good people also survived. They held on to hope by spreading stories. Stories about tomorrow's end. It's getting colder. It's snowing a little bit harder. Oh, yeah. When you get back to the shop... Fucking Alberta Clipper coming in. Of course it's getting colder. You are back at the shop. Awesome. Hey, Charlie. Yeah. Friend didn't seem too kind. Yeah, I don't know what's up with him. I didn't, like, after he started issuing threats, I just kind of took off. Not a bad call. Say, uh, hmm. RJ, how goes the mech? Well, it's functioning. The armor plate's still going to be some work, though. Yeah, all right, I can throw a hand in on that. You guys, uh... You guys, one, two, three. We got four in the four in the striker. Uh, got anybody else with you? Uh, Ash can. Yeah, he's outside somewhere. I haven't seen him. He went hunting, I think, again. Probably, yeah. He tends to do his own thing. He doesn't like that civilization stuff. So he's outside the gates somewhere. Usually. Hmm. He's pretty much gone full native. You guys, uh, anybody you got might want to stick in town a while. Well, I was just thinking we might be stuck here for a while. Maybe we should make some arrangements, maybe a little more long-term. Not a bad plan. Anyway, here, let me give you a hand with that. So, why do you say this? What's going on? Had a little chat with your friend. He seems pretty keen on making sure that he follows all the Big Mac's laws, which do not extend very far outside the walls of Big Mac. Mm-hmm. I would stay within the walls of Big Mac right now. Damn it, y'all got me talking in this weird accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do declare. 
So what's his issue with us? Best as I can tell, he looks to be a bounty hunter. Yeah, that's my radio announcer voice. Bounty? Like, why? Well, you have been taking down a lot of very important people who, outside of their now-blown-up cities, are still fairly important. They're dead. All of them? The important ones. Doc took them out. Uh, RJ stepped on one of them. I look over to RJ. All of them? I don't know. Did it sound like it was, like, there's a bounty on all of us, or somebody specific, or... There's somebody he's waiting for him to show their face. So, uh, uh, that could be a number of people. Doc has had a bounty on him forever, but Doc's that's, dead. That, that's not common knowledge yet. Well, yeah, nobody right. knows that. Yeah, nobody knows Doc's dead. But and who's Doc? Doc was, yeah, he was... I didn't know him long. We found him along the way. Um, actually, they found us. <laughs> they woke he us found up. you. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, him and Ashcan woke us up you're saying he it, had it been doc morrow yes Long, i'm gonna, I'm gonna yes. generally assume yes that since you called him doc yeah all right um he was a doctor a medical doctor so he was, he was, the old he was country very wanted who had just been out a little too long i think i uh i don't mean to poke holes in your guys lives or anything but the the the, the guy who just so happens to stumble on more morrow gosh I don't trust that kind of line of thought forever, because the last guy that stumbled upon another team was a Mars team killing all my fa- killing all my coworkers. So I get I'm that. Go ahead and say that maybe he got a decent sized bounty on his head before he started running with sudden new recruits. Doctors are very very wanted, and they always <laughs> have a bounty because there aren't uh, any. No, it's more than that. But Th- this is more of a head on a pike kind of sound. Doc saved everybody in this team more than once, and I owe him my life personally. And your leg. <laughs> and my leg. <laughs> and we don't even know for like sure. An the episode bounty was him. Episode no, two. Bounty could but, be me. Bounty could be Will. Yeah. Well, thing is, y'all have been trussed up in front of the council now, and if this guy's been in town a few days. He's seen all of us. There you go. But he also knows we're off limits. Well, Ashcan is a possible because he's hunted anything that ain't normal. He hunts it. Yeah, but Ashcan was sitting on top of the vehicle when we rolled in. And he said he's been here since before we rolled in. That's true. So it almost has to be either Doc or Alex. In either case. And he said he. Or no, it does not. There is another possibility. Poppy. Hmm. He said he. Mm. Okay. Well, in either case, y'all can squabble over which one of you has a death sentence later. Let's see if well, we can I, get this mech up and running. We're all dead people. Come on, let's be honest. You're not wrong. Well, the mech's running. It just needs an armor plate. Right, right. Well, and some more fluid. I got I to gotta get, like, all your evenness out. Mm. And you should also have him weld up and make you a big sword for it. While we're in here, while we got the time, um, as soon as we got everything working, anything else you want? Because you guys... Tacos? Peanut butter? Have a, uh, you guys World have the peace. ability to make stuff in that trailer of yours, and I haven't gotten to get my creative on in a long minute. Well, up to a certain point, uh, the machine lab's pretty small. We're also hoping to trade that. 
Yeah, it's really more of a scientific station. It's only got things like 3D printers. He'd never want it any no, access, no to, that access to that. Yeah, we've got a bit of thing. That's Ooh. well. Well, we're on that topic. Um, how'd you like wheels again? <clears throat> I'm pretty sure with what we've got in the in the machine lab, we can get that thing to run again. That'd be fantastic. Gotta say, it's been a while since I've seen parts that it fit. Uh, no need to see them. We can make the damn things. I was thinking something along those lines, but it wasn't uh, my first. I'm relatively real certain. issue with you guys needing to be a mobile. Well, target. that's that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm relatively certain I've got the manual for that engine. Well, it's an LS. I hope you do. Shit. So there are parts, but they're outside the gate. Not necessarily. Well, they're definitely parts outside the gate. They don't. Whether it's the ones we fit, want is right, the question. Right. A bunch of Humvees with LS swaps. That'd be a really entertaning. Uh, little, <laughs> little, little, little force you got there. No, they might have been on fire at one point. You can go out and find a like. Uh, how many? How many Hiluxes are sitting out there, Tim? Come on. Too many. Oh, so you blew up two. Yeah, I see. So we have two many. Yeah, you can't damage a Hilux. There's, a, there's three on. vehicles out there, but one of them's not a Hilux. The other one was a, like a tanker. Well, it's completely ruined then. Fix the mech. Go stomp all over this guy that's looking to kill you guys. Nah. I don't yeah. think there's any rules in this town about stepping on people. He's not a threat, really. I don't think it's one of those letter of the law kind of deals. Right. <laughs> nope, nope. He's not a murderer. Doesn't say anything in here about stomping him to death with a giant machine. We don't have curbs anymore. You can't curb stomp anyone. It's fine. Uh, probably we're going to try and get another satellite image, and yeah. we'll send uh, specs back with more information once we know where that storm is going. And I think, basically, at this point, we need more information about what's going on. Yeah, we're going to wait. Right. We're going to wait for our liaison to show back up because um, there's. He mentioned a war. And do you need any more supplies? Is there anything we can go get you? I mean, we can always use more supplies here, but uh, first, I think, honestly, so that everybody doesn't think we're just pulling their leg, it might be pertinent to uh, hand me that iPad you're pulling up images on there so that I can show the guy at the tavern what's going on. I will have you know we own no Apple stuff whatsoever. <laughs> Morrow's cheap. All right. Hey, by the way, Tim, completely off the record yes. because I should totally know what these are, but player brain is not fully active at the moment what was this thing in the second bag okay little round black things that are wrinkly that have a very strong odor to them when you sniff them that smell very peppery <gasps> okay i'm in a good mood now i still don't know what they are i was just like uh 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 yeah no no you have 12 peppercorns, and I hope you know what that means. Yes, I do. I don't know what it means. Peppercorn are, are highly sought after spices. Oh, okay. Got to remember, we got, they don't have easy access to sugar, salt. I'm the king of flavor town, baby. Anything oh. that enhances <laughs> flavor. It's not like they can just go and pick up chicken soup base. And, pep and it's not like that they can be grown in Florida right. or anywhere. So this did not either. These are either very, very, very old stock or. They've made a journey. Someone got something. Yes. Well, if you can smell them, they're not old. There you go. Because over time they lose scent. Yep. All right. I'm caught up now. I was just like, what is this in here with my alcohol? 
Well, it was that, or else you got a whole bunch of, um, uh, you got a, a handful of... Rat droppings. Black licorice jelly beans. Yeah, like bag of jelly beans. <laughs> like, what's up? Uh, with everything going on, I have a question. Would I know where the monk is holed up? Oh, you have a really good idea. Yeah. Okay. Someone that, someone, someone of that high of uh, regard, there is only one place that he would be, and it was actually very close to the... Uh, the hotel slash wherever the council chamber. The, the hotel, motel, Holiday Inn. Yes, um, the Holiday Inn. Cool. He's the motel sex. Days in. But Did they leave the light on? I had to plug it back in, but yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and head in that direction. Whereas it looks like you guys are out on a hunt for your uh, liaison, yeah? I don't think he's in town. I'm going to stay here and try and get this damn damn thing working. What and, thing? Well, the the mech, because we got to deal with the armor. Well, like, it, it was it's already fixed. Now. We just also, need to make it pretty again. But also going through and doing um, assessment on the Humvee, because that has great possibility. I thought that you guys got the armor on it. I thought that was just... We no, we got talking. it up and running, but uh, making a a new armored machine plate from from scratch is, takes, takes time and effort. The can, thing uh, is... Uh, I shouldn't be going by myself. None of us should be by ourselves out there right now. Oh, I was going to go with. Yeah, you've okay. kind of got targets painted on you, considering the current situation. Yeah. The, the town is with you fine. It's everyone who's coming through the town. RJ, I'm going to stay here for a while and work on the plating, then I've got to go dick, take care of some stuff. All right. Thank you much. Not a problem. And um, Everybody else is going to go as a group, or just you're going to go twos and just twos? Just RJ and uh, Charlie. Yeah, I'm staying here to work. Okay, and RJ and Charlie. I'm going to put to work on... This is what I'm actually on, here for. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put to work on not just replacing the one bit of paneling, but I want to replace pretty much all of the paneling on the legs. And like you said, wood solid ablative. I'd like to do um, like a metal plating with wood over it. That makes the oh, most yeah. sense. God, this is where you, you need to go out and find... You need to go out and find old, like, signs from the road. Because RJ really needs a stop sign and a yield sign there on the leg. No. You're not wrong. And it's aluminum. Given that they're closer to the north end of the Michigan universe, those are going to be plentiful. One, because, hey, road signs. It's our state flower. And two, <laughs> because anyone who has ever done anything up north knows that half of the window coverings up there are built out of signs. Well, that's the problem, is people harvest the shield trees. Oh, God, you guys aren't north enough to have ironwood. That would been, that would be perfect. The but fuck we're not. We got it here. We do. Yeah, but not in quantities. We're on the other side that's in quantity quantity. Yeah, but it's still decently but, common. And that area is absolutely full of ash. Oh, this is true. And as good. RJ hopes, maybe town is full of ass. Ah, well, there is one that he doesn't know about. Right, true. She likes him. All right. So you guys are going to head out looking for the liaison while the rest are working on stuff. Yep. Um, after all this, uh, Guy lets Will know again. Oh, the damn thing's beeping again. Hey, excellent. What do you keep making it do? It's looking at stuff. This time I will had it had set it up to get a shot of both uh, the incoming weather and whatever's left of Bay City. Okay, so it is going to be a uh, much wider shot. That means a lot less resolution. No, no, no. I want two <clears throat> shots. Oh, okay. Well, it's gonna there's going to be two in a row then. Oh, so it'll take the one and then to travel, it'll try to take the other one. Um, the shot that you've got of the area is at, from a different angle because the orbit has changed. You know, it's, it's not always going over the same. Um, but you can see that the cloud cover has thickened and moved more even though it stopped snowing outdoors. 
Um, as far as you can tell, the main storm is going to hit in like the next three to four hours. All right, I'll relay that. The snow line, though, what's in- kind of interesting, the snow, di- snow snow line actually goes far enough where you can see that the lake effect has been hitting the rest of the, the state. Um, there is no snow now down towards where um, New Hope, Bay City, and Beats is. But the, what you can see of Bay City is it is smoking a lot. If it's smoking, that's recent. Now, you can kind of make out where Beats is, and you don't see anything out of the ordinary there. Okay. But you don't see any details. You you would have to specifically tell it to get a, because of the orbit it's taking, you had to take an angle shot. If you tell it, if you basically program it right, the when next time it appears, it would be where it can get directly over. I will set up to do that. So it's going to be this this late this afternoon. I'll set up to do that. Okay. This time of day, I can only get three passes anyway. Right. This time That's going to be your last say. pass. Uh, but you do know that the weather is coming in quickly. Um, when you left the shop to head over back to look at this, you noticed that it's significantly colder. And guys letting you know that um, the sensors are noting that the temperature is dropping about three to five degrees an hour. Hmm. Well, he's going to want to set the uh, re- the reactor to heat. You know, let it let it warm up the inside so nothing freezes. It has a connection to the trailer, also correct. Yes, you guys can plug it in. Okay. You haven't been plugging it in to keep the the draw on the reactor. Yeah, low. we're gonna now. Okay. Now it's you. There are other things that you guys can do to help, uh, depending on how cold it gets. So right now, you don't have to worry about it too much. But the striker is not, like, insulated. Yeah, but if we can get it up against a building so we don't have wind on it, that'll help. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, it would. Or even build, like, a lean-to around it or something. Like a shovel snow. Hell, even just uh, snow or hay. There's a lot of frickin' hay around here. Also. So, all right. While you're doing that, um, RJ and Charlie... Ended up back at the. Are you guys just going straight to the count uh, where you uh, you met the council last time or the elders last time? That was mostly a, most likely our best chance of finding this guy. So yeah, <clears throat> you head over there and you run into a couple of people that you've seen before that work for them. And if you start asking questions, they'll they're kind of hesitant at first, but then they talk about each other. That's like you know they're, they're blessed. They we have to talk to them. Okay, fine. Um. They let you know that the building right behind there is where the special guests and the elders themselves live. And that's where you could probably find him, but you don't know whether or not they'll allow you to go in to start knocking on doors. They're not sure where in there, but they know in there, in that building. Well, who's the liaison for our liaison? You weren't told. You go start making noise. Well... Let's go knock on the front door. All right. You guys go through the building. It's easier to just go straight through the building that you went into mm-hmm. out the other side. When you step outside, you guys actually do notice that it feels like it's getting colder out. Although it stops snowing. The next building, there is a guard standing in front. And he sees Charlie first and just immediately goes, ah, that looks like she looks like a just someone around there because she's wearing furs. You, on the other hand, look like a walking Morrow Project billboard. Yep. He immediately starts, you, you can see him visibly shaken. He's like, doesn't know what to do. He's like, uh, uh, how, can I, how, how can I help you? 
we would like to speak with the monk. Uh, 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 how, do you, how do you how how do you know he's here? Do you guys can can you guys sense each other? No, we just had a pretty good guess that he was here. Uh, he told us that he'd speak with us later. We would like to speak with him. I I I am not supposed to let anybody in. I'm uh. Well, then don't let us in. Um, just let them know that we're here. He basically pisses himself. Yeah, he rolled so badly; it's hilarious. He he steps. Uh, just just a minute. And he steps inside and leaves the door open. We're not heating the outside, dude. It's dark inside. I'm going to step just inside the door where it might be a little warmer. Okay. Ah, hell, if she's doing that, I will too. Charlie walks in, starts, you know, basically enjoying. The, it's, it's significantly warmer in here. You can feel that it's at least 60 degrees inside I will here. close the door. And about the time you close the door, he comes back and he's going, What are you doing in here? You left the door open. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I, I, his, he's upstairs. I, I don't know what, if you're supposed to go there, but you're one of them and I... How about you just let us go upstairs? We won't let you get in any trouble over this. You go change your pants. That could be fatal in this, uh, in this weather. He's very confused. He doesn't, he just... Uh, uh okay. You'll be okay. He does not know what to do. You can tell he's a, he's... Could you read my mind? Could you tell I pissed my pants? <laughs> <laughs> he's a young guy who who's... Probably this is his first job. Yeah. You just have a good day. Stay alert and try and stay warm. Oh, okay. Upstairs we go. All right. You go upstairs. There's three doors. Two on the left, one on the right. One on the right has a... Actually, has a floor mat in front of the door. We will knock on that door, unless you disagree. I do not disagree. I was okay. just going to say we'll knock on the door. <laughs> she kicks the door in? No, I'm knocking. I know better than to open doors now. <laughs> Charlie opens the door and frag out. <laughs> All right. Um, you knock on the door, and about a couple moments afterwards, the door opens, and a familiar old face is staring at you, and he's smiling. Oh, hello. Sorry for the intrusion. We uh, scared the uh, door guard with uh, in an inch of his life. Uh, I was wondering if we could continue our conversation. Why? Why? Yes. Yes. Step right in, please. We were basically guided up here and led up here by a guy that called himself Matchstick Prime. Do you know who that is and where he might be? The name sounds familiar, but... I do not know of this group. There is a couple of groups that... We don't say that they're troublemakers. They're more like watchers. And they... Well, obviously, everybody travels through here. This is the only way south. Or the only easy way south. So we hear of people and we see them. I know the locals here know of oh i can't think of the name of the group that he's with something about a cross southern, southern cross. cross that's it that's it yes i've i've heard of that that name um attached to that group but we do not know much about them they tend to be very secretive he just sort of disappeared, and we weren't sure because, you know, we thought that we were on some sort of mission here. 
and we weren't sure what that was supposed to be, so we're just kind of here now. Actually, there is a bit more of a pressing matter. Uh, in a couple of hours, this area is going to get hit with a massive storm. How would you know that? Access to technology. Um, we don't even have access to that kind of technology. So how would you know? Well, that would be more of a question for Will. Something about satellites and images and... He kind of lost me there. I'm more the soldier in type. I've heard those words before, but only in the books. Yep. I... Yep, but a uh, couple hours, we're going to get hit hard. So any preparations we might want to make, we should probably get on that. This would be this would be very good information to always have. Yes. This would be a way to make ourselves look like gods! We can show you. We can show you how we've done it. You're going to kidnap the guy? This is how it starts. I'm not kidnapper. I've been kidnapped. I don't kidnap. I just highly suggest people come with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I would be interested in this technology, but I would not be the right person to talk to about that. We have... Oh, Brother Thomas, he's he's very interested in the, the tech from before the end. Well, we'd be willing to talk with him, but uh, just... You know, maybe let the townspeople know that the storm is coming in? Well, I would not be the best person to pass that word along, but um is there a way that you could is there a way that you could show them? Yes. Yeah, totally a way we can show them. <laughs> we all look at John. <laughs> Key my radio. Hey Will. I got a mouthful of food. Okay, well when you're done with that, <laughs> is there a solid way that you can Inform all the people of this town that we're about to get hit with a massive storm. Make it fairly believable. Even a little flashy might be good. They've never seen this area from above, so showing them a satellite map isn't going to help. I can go out and, you know, pretend to be uh, like a hedge wizard and predict the weather. I don't know if that'll help. Um, short of standing on the, the hill and pointing at the sky and going, look, look at the clouds. There's really not a whole lot of easy well, ways. Are you still hanging out with if me? You get on, if you get on the PA yeah. and the, on the striker and just go around and issue a warning and sound real official, I'm pretty sure people will believe you. That's that's going to be a little uncomfortable for them. Remember how I was going to take your uh, little uh, tablet there and just go show folks yeah. the tavern? Yeah. Showing them a map. They'll understand a map. <sighs> but will they understand a satellite map? That's something they've never seen. Tell them, look, this is, this is the city. But you've these got, are the clouds over top of it. When you've got, well, you'll have to show a couple pictures in sequence. Well, you've because, got two. This right. is our sky camera. Because basically, you've got maps that were drawn by hand, and that could be what you're looking at. They don't realize that's coming from above them. So, yeah, if you can show them the two in sequence, it's got the timestamp in the corner. People will understand the clouds. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, at least a few of them, yeah, we'll, that'd be no problem. Yeah, we can make that happen, RJ. Not right. a problem. Yeah, let's let's give that information to the elders and maybe have them play town crier. That's probably the best bet. All right. Mm -hmm. Makes makes them look good, too. The yeah, other thing is, there's a um, bounty hunter here looking for us, and we're not exactly sure why, 
but he's saying that there's a city burned to the ground and is blaming us and we did not do that you did not burn a city to the ground we did not we We, would not do that we did perform a surgical strike on the city uh, liberated a bunch of captives but we didn't level the place well you have obviously angered someone Uh, enough for them to send someone after you that doesn't sound like following the directive. <laughs> Look. We freed slaves from a town, and we aren't sure if somebody was following us and doing bad things after us. Do you think they would have done it themselves? I don't know. Possibly. They were a cult. They followed a man hmm. who had used silence to, science to prolong his own life. He was from before the fall. Wait. This science required him to perform horrific experiments on women and children. So the stories are true. The people in the town had developed... He had developed a cult of personality around himself. It's even possible that in the wake of his demise, they may have destroyed themselves. I don't know. So the stories are true. There are some that did survive other than the project. Some. I've heard stories of a few. And they're using science for evil? Yes. This one's been put down. In a big way. (laughs) He looks concerned. Um, you're, You're telling him things. You can tell right away that you're telling him things that it's like, Oh, this guy thinks that all science and knowledge is good, and he's you're telling him that there are people out there that will use science and technology for evil. You can see a bubble being popped or burst. Heretic. That's the word you need. Fair enough. His use of science and technology was heretical, in my opinion. It was a corruption. His own fear ah. of death and the inevitable drove him to do terrible things to many people. We have not considered that there is people out there that would be such, that would be filled with such evil. He was not. And he looks very concerned on his face. He was not Mara, was he? He was not. And then you see a look of, uh, like, relief. So the line is still safe. So how would he have survived? How did he live after? My understanding of it, and understand this is very limited, and I'm, I'm just going to try to explain it to you. It involved manipulation of his own genes and uh, injections of... Genetically modified. He was sucking goo out of babies and putting it in himself. Big words. Well, I'm, I'm trying to put this in terms he can understand. He's read he's read books, so I'm trying to draw a line between what he will understand. I'm throwing darts at a board right now. Yeah, um, and as you as you keep throwing those darts, you see that you're losing him. You're uh, obviously talking about things that he does not understand. Do you understand the cells of a body? You've given him enough information. That he was shaken, but now he's more. Oh, it's it, well. It wasn't Morrow. That's a good thing. No. And then you started explaining it, and he looks like yeah, mm. blah 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 blah. Where he says, "You really should be talking to my other, the other brothers. We may have to bring you to the island." Well, we're not opposed to speaking with the other brothers if we can help in any way. Yes. 
I will have to send a messenger. Did you say how long for this storm? About three hours. Oh, that is not much time. Not much time at all. I need to get a message to them. But sending a messenger. Do you have a radio? Yes. Yes, we have the ability to send messages. We've been trying to uh, crack some of the communications coming from the island. But Don't say that. <laughs> I, I'm going to be straight up with him. God, Charlie's like... Zzz, zzz, zzz. <laughs> he said... There's no reason to lie to him right now. He goes over to um, like a desk by the bed, and you see him open a leather, what looks like a leather satchel, like a bag, basically. like a, It looks like a leather um, shopping bag. And he digs around inside of it. Perv mark. And he pulls out a pen and a piece of paper. And he writes something on it, rips the piece of paper off, because he you can tell that he's not going to give you, he doesn't want to give you the whole piece. Yeah. He folds it in half and he says, Give this to the person who understands communication. They will know what to do. Okay. Send this message exactly. We will do that. All right, we'll handle that, and we'll be back later to discuss our uh, discuss our other situation. Okay. And All right. With that, I'm making a beeline for Will. Will, you basically, they, they show up, and you guys notice that it's gotten colder yet even more. As you arrive, it starts snowing lightly. And when you get in, Will, there's RJ and Charlie. Yep. And here's a piece of paper. You'll know what to do with it. All right. I'm opening that. Okay. You open the piece of paper. At the top are four numbers. The first number is what you spot as a frequency. Which would be the state police band. Yes. The second one is a three-digit that looks kind of like a frequency. It's a 102. And then the last bit of information is actually written in binary. Okay. It's a sequence of ones and That's zeros. Easy. The uh, three-digit sequence probably is the subcarrier frequency. Basically a channel. Let's try it. Basically a channel. Yeah, we'll kick up wrong? we'll kick up our radio set to their frequency. Guys, we're going to the island. Yeah, probably. All right. It's actually a benefit. You need to uh, fire it up and is that communications <laughs> basically to try and figure this thing out. Yep, communications. Give me three rolls. All I need is three successes a total. Total successes? I just got six total successes. Oh, there you go. You want more? It's gonna be, it's gonna be crispy and clean. That's a failure. Okay, that's a failure. Uh oh. And then four more successes. All right, we well, got a total number of ten successes. Correct. All right, more than enough. <clears throat> so you enter everything in, and. You transmit? Yep. Okay. You transmit. When you're done, it switches back, obviously, back to receive. You realize I can I can read binary. Mm-hmm. So what's it say? It doesn't make sense to you. Okay. Code phrase. Okay. It's, as far as you can tell. 8675309. I got it. After you send this, the signal. Yep. It returns back to receive, and you get a signal back. At first, it's weak, and then the second transmission, it is 
rock solid as if it was right next to you. Because they turned up the power. You get a message back that is, as far as you can tell, is nothing more than digital audio back. I'll hit. Sounds like someone was sending digital information to I'll you. Hit record if possible, and from what you can tell, if you if you assume they're eight bit numbers and binary, you get a four digit code. Okay, and that four digit code does what? Sits there on that piece of paper. Now, what is that four digit code? On the piece of paper. Too many numbers. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Two three two three. Five three zero oh, nine. We've made that joke. I know. <laughs> One, four, three, two. I'll write it down and send that back, or hand that to RJ. Um, I believe you take that number back to him. I think they're basically sending messages back and forth. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Spec and I are going to have to take one of the laptops down to the console and show them the storm coming in. All right. I think if we show them multiple pictures in sequence, we can actually explain what's going on here. They'll recognize a map. Sounds good. (laughs) And then we'll do that. I'll bring along one of my simpler maps as well, yeah, so that I've compare. got something to compare with yeah. for them. Yeah, they're gonna get re- weirded right the shit out. It's just like, all right, we're bringing it back now. What? He just looks at the. If you bring him back the code, he looks at it and he goes, "Oh, good." No, well, that answers that question. We're gonna have to wait for the storm to pass. That's our golden ticket. All yeah, right. that's probably an entry code. Yeah. Should we gather our things, or do we need anything? Um, you guys are about to get hammered with snow, and if you're going to make it to the island, I kind of think you guys better think about moving quickly, or you're going to have to wait it out. Yeah, well, collectively looking at the group, but I'm definitely directly staring at Charlie. Do we still have a choice of whether or not we take you. That's fine. I'll burn <laughs> the bridge behind you. That means you need... The craziest captain we can find. Yes. The great question is, can we get the striker on the boat? Yeah, that ain't going to happen. What? <laughs> that was a concern. Okay, yeah. what do we need to pack? Well, all the pasties. Um, there's so only a couple two. of bottles of Molson left, so that should keep Guy good for... We need to take one of the trade packs as offerings. Yeah. Okay. Um, we need to take a couple of the laptops in case we can pull data. Is there any way we can oh, sneak on. weapons just in case? Is this? I is don't this think you can try. You don't think I, it's a good idea? I don't think it's a concern. Okay. Hey, hey. No, on. my only concern is something going sideways while we're there. That's but, why I want some weapons. Yeah. Y'all, y'all are casually talking. You, you just said you still have trade packs. Up here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. That's where I'm getting the chocolate from. Gotta remember, have, I'm relatively you, you fresh have off the chocolate? boat. Chocolate? Yeah. 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 We've been giving chocolate away. It makes us friends. She, she bribed. Hi, my name's I'm Fixing Your Robot. Can I have some chocolate? Yeah, <laughs> sure thing. I got she you. I, I got the, right. uh, the uh, council member. I've been stuck here for years, yes. man. I just want sweets again. I tried to get your little friend to talk to us with chocolate. She wouldn't talk. Couldn't talk, maybe? I don't know. Good. A little bit of one, a little bit of the other. She's uh, she's she's trustable in a lot of particular ways, which I appreciate. Uh, I would say we take sidearms, but not rifles. All right. That seems reasonable. Yeah. Um, Mr. Hurst, uh, with the incoming weather, do you feel we could probably do this now? It would probably be a good idea to do this as soon as we possibly can. Will there be logic should we get uh, stuck there by the weather? Absolutely. There is places right. for guests. Didn't want to be a, uh, a burden, so that was a concern. 
What's his take on us bringing weapons? Uh, we're not telling oh, him. Oh, you're going to ask? No. Um. Shut your mouth. No. Put your side on. Are we having this our conversation in front of him? <laughs> and shut your damn mouth. No, I'm, we're I'm, away from him. I'm going to have to say that, the, that you know, that, <laughs> that wouldn't be something that, you know, came up. <laughs> All right. Goddamn honest people anyway. So, uh, I was going to ask a question, but he distracted me, and I can't remember what it is. Purple. It's pretty color. It doesn't actually exist. It's a figment. My mech right. is at least functional right now. We're going to need some more fluid, but it's it's in an okay state at this moment, correct? Yeah, and it's current. you guys have it most of the way inside of the, okay. the garage. Oh, um, that's what I was going to ask. Is Guy staying with the... That's, yeah, that's the next question. Is he staying with the striker or is he coming with us? Isn't that closer to Canada? I want to go there. No, it's the exact same distance we are right now. Oh. Okay, so can we lock the striker? Because I don't want these people in it. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Okay. I think the batteries on the alarm key fob still work. Because <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the And I can set up passive alarms on Charlemagne. Is guy How much do you trust your apprentice specs? It's oh. up to you guys. Oh, we've. You want to bring Guy along? You can. We, we've I got like having Guy along. I'm going to tell him the story about the 2019 Macy's Thanksgiving oh, Day Parade. Shit. We left and in 2017. She was too good yeah, to sing outside so that she made so. people come to her stage. You, you do know the world Tramped. ended like two years ago, right? Yeah. Fuck, I forgot. Yeah. That never happened. Okay. <laughs> two years, two, uh, stuck on a boat with Charlie. Uh, let me rethink this. Stuck in an island with Charlie. What are you talking about? Oh, shit. Swim, bitch. You know, in about 15 uh, days or so, he'll be able to walk on water like Jesus because it'll be frozen. Oh, good point. I can play hockey. Exactly. Okay. You know, here in the future, there's a possibility they've forgotten what hockey is. Guy could teach them. I wonder if they got woodworkers. We can make some sticks. I would think. <laughs> the messiah of the puck okay. has returned. Well, getting the puck is going to be the problem. Well, actually, Guy's interested in going along. No shit. He wants to get out of the vehicle. Okay. That's terrifying. Mm. So Guy goes back Ooh. back into his, uh, you know, cache of stuff and pulls out like four spare pucks. <laughs> Yep, and he appears wearing a, uh, a Toronto Maple Leafs uniform. Or well, of course jersey. he does. <laughs> oh, it's the perfect weather. Let's go. As per your question, Bishop, um, I'm pretty sure, well, well, as long as we can get the garage locked, most of the town seems more afraid of your technology than interested in it. So I'm not super worried about that, especially with, you know, no loitering, no stealing, no well, various I, things being part of the local rules. Yeah, Our uh, favorite mysterious stranger is probably good. not going to play with anything. <clears throat> The reason I ask is that I can set it up to recognize her as not a threat or a concern. And if she's going to be around, that's probably useful. So that it can just sit and idle for a while? Well, I'm going to leave the alarms active, just so no one messes with it. But if she's able to at least be in the room with it, without it being, concer without it being concerned... Setting off the alarm constantly. Yeah. No nuisance tripping on the alarm. Right. Uh, let me make sure that... Uh I can get my assistants effectively shanghaied around so that we can get them registered for you. Excellent. And uh, is there a way to make it react via melee instead of firearms? Is that a thing? Oh, it's got a complex series of settings, and I'll, I'll get it programmed for a... Awesome, because if anything goes bad, I'd love to not have holes in my shop. Yeah. Cool. Tim, I want to... I 
double check with you. Um, is there a way to set this set uh, the mech up so that while I'm away from it, like it can send me any type of message, like "Hey, got somebody outside." It'll it will start transmitting. Okay, and transmits on Marl frequencies. All right, that's I yep, figured we had that. I just wanted to make sure. During this conversation, guy walks back in and. You hear a couple switches flip and comes back out. He says, I forgot left automatic defenses on. Well, that's a problem. I'd the striker just goes into death blossom mode when someone tries to get into it. I would absolutely love to not come back to corpses, if at all possible. Yeah, that's not building bridges. Or a Swiss cheese building. You guys still have duct tape. You could fix that. Yeah, but we need it for other stuff. You know, band-aids. Like, and taping ducks together. Well, we haven't seen enough ducks to tape together to make a giant mighty duck. So you guys are going to head over and try to find yeah, anything? We'll, we'll round up Ken and, and um, head on down to the docks. When you guys get down there, uh, Mr. Hurst walks up to one of the, what looks like an, honestly, it looks like a 1500, 1600 schooner. What? It's got a couple of masts. It's not Shepler's Ferry. What the hell? If we get out there and they have cars, I'm going to be so pissed off. Tomorrow's End is played with the Morrow Project version 4.0 game system available from Timeline LTD at www.timelineltd.com. We also use with permission the ambient sound collection from tabletopaudio.com. Check them out for a ton of ambient soundscapes for your tabletop RPG sessions. Until next time...